Sapien presents Homer on Olympus, a satirical look at the world through the eyes of gods. Episode 3, Out with the Tide. Okay, stick to the task, don't run into Poseidon. Stick to the task, don't run into... Don't run into what, mortal? Shit. Yes, it's actually good not to run into that, I suppose. You look half scared to death. Did you think I would just let you go on about your business without first offering you the chance to realize how foolish your errand is? Or for the true reasons behind Zeus's desire for you to begin this quest in the first place? You, being a skeptic and non-believer, actually trust helping Zeus to restore influence to him and the other gods? Ha! Maybe you're just as gullible as some of those you feel morally superior to. So he has an angle, and Hades probably isn't telling the whole truth either. <laughs> I kind of figured, but their promise to keep our species from going extinct versus you wanting to make sure we end isn't really a tough choice to pick from. <laughs> I would pity your ignorance if I cared. But from the past few hundred years and the destruction humanity has enacted upon the world has left me with nothing but apathy for you. I simply wish to open your eyes to reduce their chances of succeeding. As in the past, some of your kind have been able to sway the fates against all odds. Your tenacity is what has let you last this long, yet also what has driven your own race to the brink. No gods or deities of any kind can take ownership of that achievement. Through your own short-sightedness, your own lust for power and greed has set the stage for the end of the world as you know it. True enough, we certainly don't need to save the planet, as I'm sure it would do just fine without us, I can imagine. Mm. But keeping the world in the fine balance as things are, that's probably the only way we survive it. If only we had some better rulers, that is. <sighs> Under your own rule, the earth has become diseased, fetid, and vile, with the most unnatural changes laid upon for all time. The balance of the ocean is decimated with all the garbage, chemicals, and plastics, leading to acidification, killing off swaths of coral reef and aquatic life at exponential rates. The land is dug, mined, scarred, harvested, so much that you can't farm right anymore, poisoning the land, brutally housing and killing livestock, and leaving dead soil everywhere you plow, while draining the water tables and lakes of what precious bit of clean water you have. The forests some of which stood for thousands of years, cleared and decimated, 
with no care or thought of the wildlife or native tribes, some of which still live on the lands for survival. Never in my wildest of dreams could I have envisioned the travesty your kind has laid upon the world. While you may not share their goals, Zeus and Hades do see the damage and destruction in our wake, and I completely agree with you, sometimes lamenting on, what could I even do anyways? <sighs> Deciding to just sit back and watch the world burn. But having enough sense to see that, and I'm not the only one, isn't that worth trying something, anything, to try and fix our mistakes? Or are we really just pissing in the wind? Hmm. I'm not here to call you, give you a hearty pep talk and console your ego like the other gods. You have failed. For a being that was given every opportunity and the power to self-direct, self-correct, and stay the course of working with the planet to thrive. You spat at destiny and the fates, and started an unstoppable chain reaction of events. As your science has been predicting, while you still know so little about the universe, you've realized in a short time that what you thought was true of your future is wrong. There are many deeper truths to which you haven't figured out yet. So how could you comprehend the web of misfortune transpiring already to lead humans to dust? Okay, but that's the beauty of science. We know what we know today will be less correct, or maybe even wrong in the future. And because of learning from our mistakes, we can still correct for it in time, no? Ha! And yet, the number of times unbeknownst to your populace, your so-called world leaders were ready to annihilate the entire world with the press of a few buttons is almost laughable. And with a population that swelled to 9 billion souls, to think that you are in any capacity to unravel the fates and prevent disaster is ludicrous. I get it. We're boned right, left, and center. That's one of the reasons why my partner and I decided to remain childless <laughs> and not contribute to the overpopulation. That, and there's enough children in the world, many that aren't taken care of, or those raised in families who are abusive. Mm -hmm. And yet everyone asks why we don't have kids like it's some something certifiably wrong with us. And maybe others are catching on to that fact. And yet it is still all meaningless. Having fewer children at this point helps nothing. Does an ant in the grass know it's going to die before a foot unseen from above? comes crashing down to obliterate it? It doesn't matter how many of you are waking up to the realities you're facing. Your minds and allegiances are so fractured and so self-serving, it's truly a miracle 
that you've lasted this long. That you thought it prudent to extend your lives artificially instead of letting nature take its course. That you foolishly believe you can find solutions and answers that would save your species just by willing it into existence or somehow manifesting your own salvation. Yes, just sitting around and taking no action, telling ourselves someone will come along and give us a solution that will all be saved or that we deserve to be saved just by praying for it. It seems like individuals can learn from their mistakes, but people as a whole just keep repeating history over and over and over again. That's because your race is the ant in the grass. And the consequences of your actions over the centuries is the foot coming down to stomp you out of existence. Not some power or magic or gods. Your own actions leading to an inevitable outcome. And I haven't even touched on why you're even here on this futile quest for Zeus's favored. I'm sure you're getting to it, but do you really believe that no matter the good or innocence still left in the world, that they all must suffer the end without having any chance or hope that a future exists? Suffering? What do you know of suffering? You've been so scared to take risks throughout your life, you've barely made a name for yourself in the world or among your community. Even if you could comprehend the suffering untold, afflicting billions of your kind at this very moment, it still pales in comparison to the entirety of living creatures that have perished from your kind. There was never in the history of the cosmos been a creature as wretched and despicable such as yourselves. Never has such a creature scarred the lands, lakes and seas, and all the very things that give you life, that you depend on for life, to such a magnitude of eradication. For what I can only imagine all the deities having wept at the true suffering you have caused in your brief existence. And yes, as I have stated, I am going to give you a glimpse into the minds and thoughts of the gods you have begun trusting so willingly, so blindly. Zeus stated for you, I know, that the tales of our pantheon were simply that. Second-hand embellished accounts of stories us gods told the odd mortal who graced our hearths. And your egos often lead you mad, so anything you have heard of us can safely be considered wild fiction. Seemingly beyond the domains we manage. So then, how can you trust what any of us have to tell you? Do the rightful gods have any power over their domains? Do we still have any influence? 
Do we have any personalities or traits which you claim to know about us? Did the Titans ever actually exist? Or were they two flights of fancy spun by the gods to boast how they saved the world from them and gave you life and watched over you? By how and to what lengths does the nepotism of us gods go to the simple fact that we're not all related? You could assume everything I'm telling you too is a lie. A deception masking some ulterior motives. But why would I? I'm not trying to gain your favor of loyalty or beg you to help me in my cause. I have no reason to tell you anything but the truth, or as well as you would be able to comprehend it. You probably believe that by being here at Olympus, that you're corporeal and we're talking face to face right now. The human mind is so small in many ways. In of itself, it must constantly lie to you about your reality, your perception, your surroundings. As if the only way to keep you from living in a constant state of lunacy. You're really not making this easy for me. I mean, before even plausibly believing there was a chance I'd meet you and the other gods, here, wherever this truly is, <laughs> or whatever you truly are, I've been an atheist most of my life because of literally everything you just said about our reality. We still joke about living in the Matrix, but hell, it's the most likely answer to all of this nonsense we call life. <laughs> However, say I do take your word for it, that everything you said to me is true, and that I die hard believe in the science predicting the heat death of the universe, which oddly is a common resolution to things, due to our consistent and blatant stupidity through the generations have led us to what we perceive as the point of no return. As if we're the ant about to be stomped out of existence from our actions. <laughs> a great author once wrote, knowing where the trap is, that's the first step in evading it. And we know about this trap. The trap that sprung before we even knew of it, yet now we know clearly it's real and it's coming. You may mock us for our limitations, but the accomplishments of some of us who have been considered to be unholy or less than human have done deeds greater and mightier than those who are thought to be the best of us. And not just here and there, consistently all around us, the unlikeliest natural of selection who could throw in a towel and accept the lowness that life has given them and yet they still survive and thrive. <laughs> maybe we are just pissing in the wind then, or maybe we always have been, and still have had the undying drive to survive against all odds time and time again. Because of this poor and weak perception of reality we live in, that means beyond our sight, our hearing, 
our thoughts. The fabric of the universe itself is a power we make use of without even realizing it. Such that, even in all our ignorance and faults, we are part of something greater than ourselves. And that could give us the will to tap into it and avoid our demise. I can see why Zeus has picked you as a vassal. You're as thick-headed and minded the sky as he is. You may have thought this is just a jest of words, and yet you've revealed much to me, and ways to thwart his plans in motion. I grow tired of your pitiful voice, yet I may still have use of you again. Be gone from my sight, lest my temper rage and sweep you away like the tides. Whew, uh, don't have to tell me twice. <laughs>